Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to the Pop Spot Podcast. I'm Damien Huffington. On this episode, she's grown up before our very eyes. An actress, a singer, a songwriter, and now a TV producer. I'm talking about Delta Goodrum, who just might be coming after Mariah Carey's Christmas Crown. Woodrum, welcome to the Pop Spot podcast. Thank you for having me. You're actually our first in-person guest. Oh, well, they, no time like the present at the end of the year at 2020 to bring it home. And a good time for you to be here as well because you've just released a Christmas album called Only Santa Knows. It's actually your second Christmas release, I've noticed. Is it a special time for you? Oh, my gosh. I love Christmas. I, I really had a wonderful childhood with my family when it came to Christmas. We... um. We, as every sort of lyric you hear in Only Santa Knows was my kind of Christmas as I was growing up. Um, and then this, this year I really was proud of like producing, pulling together this album and bringing it to life. Now, there's a lot of different songs on this one, a lot of traditional ones. How do you pick the songs that are going to go on an album like this? Well, I definitely went and found all the different songs that had kind of been made up of my Christmas journey. You know, you go back to Frank Sinatra, you go to your Kings of Christmas with Bublé and you check everybody out and all I want. And then you just kind of go, these are the songs I, I love and are a part of mine now. I check them on the piano and see if they feel like they are, would be my Christmas kind of song and would feel right for me. So it all starts with just listening to lots of different options and then playing them at the piano. Do you have a go-to Christmas song, like one that appears every year at your house or uh, whenever you're out singing? Um, well, I mean, I'm pr- I pretty much – I don't, don't have like a go-to. I definitely just enjoyed all the festivities at Christmas, but I have been really into the Sinatra world this year. Like it's kind of been quite calming for me in general, like as a, as a, uh, as a sound and – um, so I, I think maybe maybe Frank Sinatra's Jingle Bells was a bit of a sort of like, oh, I like this world. Uh, there's a duet on there with Olivia Newton-John. Now, you played her in the biopic, so yes. that must have been quite surreal to uh, sing with her at the same time as well. I mean, singing with her anytime, yeah, I I'm guess, so, would be. I mean, I'm so grateful. We've, we've, I've written songs with her for different albums together. We've duetted together many times, which is a total blessing, and I'm completely on it every time we do it. And Merry Christmas to You was a song that I really felt I could hear her voice on it. I kept going, it's the one day you can do. And I'd be like, I just hear Olivia singing this with me and giving a lot of love through Christmas because, you know, it's not always the best time of year for everybody. And that was something that I was conscious of in bringing fun and all those type of things to the record. But it was important that the message of let's just enjoy the simple things and Olivia sings on that song with me. 
Now, are you hoping to become Australia's Mariah Carey, the Queen of Christmas? Are we because always <laughs> hoping to be? I mean, Mariah is a queen, so are we always just on a path of being like wishing to be Mariah? <laughs> I mean, we've got the album, we've got uh, the special, we've got all sorts of Christmas festivities. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I um, I hadn't thought of it in that way, but I'm more than happy to wear the Christmas. Uh, a, a Christmas baubles in my hair and to proudly sing and be a part of people's Christmases at home through music. It makes me feel like I'm having even more Christmases than my one Christmas I'm having. It just keeps coming <laughs> over and over and over. Makes it feel like then when you when someone comes up to me and says I've been listening to the Christmas record, I think it kind of feels like then I've had an extra Christmas by being a part of your Christmas yeah. and that's how I feel. Have you ever performed All I Want for Christmas Is You? I th- oh... Maybe at a carols once. Because there's that high note at the end, and yeah, like, yeah. I can't imagine trying to hit that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm not a, I'm not afraid of the beautiful scales. Um, <laughs> but I, but I think I did once. I think I did once. It's a great song. Fair enough. Uh, you're about to go out on tour as well. Now I think you were one of the first artists to say sure you're coming out on tour after sort of COVID was happening. Um, have you missed performing for a crowd? Absolutely. I. Um, I, it's been a whole new world in performing to no crowds and getting used to being the only hype girl. Like, woo, yeah, like being just this solo sound in the background. Um, and that's, you know, from working on the TV shows and, and, and different shows that we've had no crowd. <laughs> but, um, but I definitely, um, yeah, I, I, I definitely am looking forward to being face-to-face in April, May next year. And I did put it on sale because I figured, well, at some point, you know, we hopefully by then I, I figured because this was I put it on the middle of last year, you know, hopefully we would have found a way by April May to be together in a room, no matter if it means more socially distanced or if it meant we all get extra dance space or um, but at this point it looks like it's very positive that in Australia and New Zealand we'll be able to tour in April May. So come along. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Now, you did the Bunker Down sessions during lockdown, obviously. Were you watching any other artists doing that? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, It came around so quick every single week. Thursdays was, oh, my gosh, have a look on what songs <laughs> people have requested. Go, go, go. It's If you had seen, I actually should have put a camera on every week, the behind the scenes of Bunker Down. Because remember, it's just I, I didn't know how to live stream before this year. I didn't really know, like, to get the sound right or the Wi-Fi. Who knew one like one bunker down Wi-Fi is just cutting out and I'm totally <laughs> unaware, singing away. Um, so yeah, I, I I wasn't really I didn't even have time to watch anybody else, let alone like trying to get my own show up and going every week. <laughs> it was a total blessing in connection to people. Well, I was speaking to Sophie Ellis Bexter recently, who yeah. was doing kitchen discos much in the same yeah, way. Epic. And it spawned a greatest hits so album cool. for her. She's got a tour off it now. Like for sure. it's just a sort of a, a great way to get some silver lining out of a really bad situation, I guess. Well, and that's what it was born from. Like that I had no other motivation except for that I was gonna sing like live stream from my living room and keep the spirit alive every week while people were stuck at home. That wasn't a, and then we just kept playing it for like six months. And obviously, while Melbourne 
went back into lockdown, I was conscious of, okay, well, they're still in lockdown, so should we put, put on concerts more every single week? And we just kept going and I discovered all new songs because no one ever hears me do covers really normally because, you know, it's always been my originals that I've written and um, I got to kind of explore and have fun with all the different music and genres and i guess it's good uh when you got you going back on tour is good for all those other people who rely on tours to yes. to for work like lighting sounds Absolutely. merchandise that sort of thing um have you been in contact with any of those people who have sort of just been down and out of course i mean like i i've always been a crew girl i say um you know i like teamwork makes a dream work and my wonderful team we've all had a lot of conversations about it and just we just truly that's why i locked it in quite early too and just said look we're going to be together doing a tour next year and so we're all going to be we're all going to be working and doing this awesome um now we've got the new album out now only santa knows it's it is on cd like is, is it weird yeah. releasing cd and still? there's a vinyl as well oh. Well, some people still like, I like, a lot of people still do like the tactile nature of having a CD and like looking at the artwork. Having and a sleeve, like I know. having photos. I know, the and photos are fine actually. Yeah, I know. And having vinyl, like how good is vinyl? I love vinyl, hence why, <laughs> like it was funny because I this came about so last minute, like bringing the album together. And then I was like, I was adamant, I, we, I need this on vinyl. This has to be on vinyl. So we, we brought it to life and thankfully the manufacturers got it going because I was like, it has to happen. Vinyl is where it's at. Yeah, yeah. And cassettes took, cassettes made a comeback yes, too. Yes, I know. Did you have any cassettes back in the day? Like, uh, yes. Did you release them? Oh, yes. I mean, Innocent Ice was wow. on cassettes. So was, our, so was Mistaken Identity Era. Um, I don't know if, uh, like, the In This Life Believing in Era, there was cassettes. I don't yeah. remember. I think we might have... That was like 2007, 2008. I think we might have stopped the cassette then. Yeah. I don't oh. remember seeing a cassette for that album. <laughs> and <laughs> singles as well. Yeah. Um, and some of your older albums are out on vinyl too. We saw like, people were still buying singles though, oh. like still buying the – they're like because I remember Believe Again had loads of remixes. Yeah. And In This Life had um, a few different like B-sides that hadn't made the record, I think. Those you know. are good days too. I miss this single. I know, I know. I, lo I love buying it. That's why, you know, I'm still going to release the CD. As a, obviously, you can stream it and all that stuff, but it's nice to have a physical. Absolutely. Uh, what are you up to for Christmas this year? I, I'm really hoping I'm just in the pool and playing games with my nephew and niece. That's it. I just can't wait to be with my family. I haven't seen them in like a year and a half. Like, it's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, what's at the top of your Christmas list for Santa? <laughs> I want loads of like sweets and food and like just ham and eggnog and every kind of Christmas deliciousness I could possibly find. Because you're going to burn it off when you go back on tour, so it'll be fine. That's the idea, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Delta Quidrum, such a pleasure. Congratulations on the Christmas album. Thank and we you. look forward to seeing you on tour next year. Oh, I can't wait. See you there. Of course, our thanks to Delta Bedroom for joining us today. You can see her live performances from Sunrise and The Morning Show at 7news.com.au forward slash popspot. There you'll also find links to her new album, Only Santa Knows. Be sure to subscribe for the latest in celebrity interviews. And until next time, I'm Damien Huffington and this has been your Pop Spot. Pop Spot.